Hey there, Kaniacs. I am Jared Ellis of the new Kaniac Chronicle, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and my personal Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. So in today's episode, guys, we will have part three of the Rona Round crossover series with John from Locked On New York Rangers. And before we get into that, it is game day, guys. It feels like it's been forever. Um, So we will have a quick preview of the lineup and game preview of today's exhibition game against the Washington Capitals. Um, So uh, before we get on into part three of the crossover with John, we will take a look at um, the projected lineup as well as the uh, game preview as well. We'll take a look at the um, lineup first. Um, right today, they're dressing 13 forwards and 7 def- defensemen as we wait for this to load. Um, so, forwards, this is who we got tonight or today. I combined tonight and today. <laughs> um, for the first line, you have. No surprise here, Svechnikov, Aho, and Taravainen. Second line, again, no surprise, uh, Niederreiter, Trocek, and Fogel. Third line, also no surprise, Dzingel, Stahl, and Williams. Uh, and fourth line, as well, no surprise here, McGinn, Geeky, and Martinuk. Um, with Steven Lawrence being uh, the scratch there. Uh, or the extra guy. Uh, defenseman. Here is a bit of a surprise. Uh, Jacob Slavin and Sammy Votnin. Um, we'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, second pairing, Brady Shea and Joel Edmondson. Really no surprise there. Uh, third pairing, Jake Gardner and Trevor Van Riemsdyk. And Hayden Flurry being the uh, odd man out there. Goalies of Mrazek and Reimer. And it is important to note, I have seen this posted by uh, Chip Alexander as well as a couple other people, um, the lineup is subject to change prior before uh, opening face-off. So this may not be um, the final uh, go-ahead uh, as far as who's going to be where, who's even going to be playing. So we'll see um, there. Forwards, again, like I said with every line, no surprise Defenseman is kind of where you had the surprises there um, with Sammy Votnin um, in his first game with the Hurricanes, um, as well as the first game in quite a while, You know, even going back to New Jersey, him being out, uh, injured, uh, going ahead and throwing him on first pairing. That was kind of surprising. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, if he can play like a first pairing defenseman, then absolutely play him, put him there. Um, so we'll see how that goes, um, today, but if they feel he's good enough for first pairing, then by all means, put him there. Um, and goalie wise, um, uh, and I was a little surprised of TVR getting the start over Flurry um, today, um, on that third pairing with Jake Gardner. Um, but that's kind of been something that's happened, frankly, all season of, You'd think Hayden Flurry would get it, but TVR gets it. I mean, 
we'll just have to wait and see um, how that goes. Um, maybe that'll be something that changes uh, before opening face-off this afternoon. We'll just have to wait and see. But I probably would want Hayden Flurry. but if they feel Trevor Van Riemsdyk is the better pick here, then okay. Uh, Goalie-wise, um, Mrazek is placed over Reimer um, in uh, this little uh, lineup sheet there. I don't know if that's anything to go off of, um, but I'd imagine uh, Mrazek's probably going to get the start this afternoon. Again, just something we'll have to wait and see. Now, as uh, we go into um, the game preview for today, I do want to remind you guys that if you haven't already, for some odd reason, go check out the guys at rockauto.com. What the hell are you doing? Why haven't you done it yet? Look, we all drive cars, or at least I'm assuming most of us do. So things are bound to break or need to be replaced. So why go spend an arm, and a leg, a kidney, a lung, a testicle, whatever, taking it to a shop to get it fixed, when you can just go on your laptop, a few clicks, oh, guess what? Here's the part I need for... A fraction of the cost. What the hell are you doing? Go on over to www.rockauto.com to find an amazing selection of parts that, for whatever car you'll need at reliably low prices, guys. I'm telling you, you have got to check these guys out. Um, I've told you guys, uh, my dad told me, his old Dodge Dakota, that if I can get it running again, it's mine. I can have it. So you know what I've been doing? I have been on Rock Auto looking at parts that I may end up needing to get that truck running again. So we can go on down, change the deed or title, put my name on there instead of his. So you need to do the same to get whatever car you need to get it running again. So go on over to www dot rockauto.com and tell them that locked on sent you that's www.rockauto.com now uh the exhibition preview for today's game against the capitals i'm going i have the hurricanes uh, official preview right in front of me um so i'm going to read from that um so uh, let's see. I'm going to read a quote from Justin Williams here. We haven't really done much contact. Yes, we're playing hard against each other, but it's a huge difference when you get hit, Justin Williams said on Monday. I'm going to throw a few, few hits around that probably aren't going to hurt anybody, and I'm going to take some hits as well. I don't think we're going to be diving in front of Ovechkin's shot to block it, but we're going to be out there playing hard, getting ourselves as close as to ready as we can get. So that's an interesting uh, takeaway there, um, that uh, they haven't really done much contact in practice, which you kind of figured that there. Um, But as far as how they're taking this game, um, they're not looking at it as, you know, a regular game it, they definitely do see it as this exhibition game and it's kind of practice almost um so that's interesting to see there um 
as I've said with John, as well as, you know, some other people I've talked to, I feel uh, with a lot of these games, you know, I didn't watch the ones last night, so I don't know how those went. Um, but I do feel that after a little while, um, these uh, opposing teams are going to get under each other's teams because a lot of them are big rivalry games. So I feel after a while, it may get to that point. Um, you know, Rod Brindamore had this to say. Um, we need to see how our guys are playing and more the meshing of everything and how we grasp our game plan. Head coach Rod Brindamore said on Tuesday, that's what I'm looking for. So basically they want to see how everyone's working together pretty much, which isn't surprising there. Um, you have to get into it really quickly, really quick mentally, Jacob Slavin said. Normally a regular preseason, you have four or five games that you can kind of get up to speed. Now we're just straight to the playoffs, straight to the real deal. So that's also another great point that we've brought up. Yeah, it's this one game, and then you're right on into it. Um, as uh, now, as far as the lineup, um, we obviously went through who's playing uh, today. So it is important that, that Dougie Hamilton and Martin Natchez are not expected to be in the lineup today. Um, Hamilton left practice last Wednesday, and Natchez didn't make it through the team skate on Saturday. Both haven't practiced since, but have been working out off the ice. So I imagine uh, they will be back in soon, sooner rather than later. Um, they may have just tweaked a little something um, or just kind of sore. Um, but the fact that they are able to work out at all, even if it is off the ice, is I feel a good sign because they're at least healthy enough to be able to work out. Um Whereas, you know, like when Dougie first broke his leg, he couldn't work out. I mean, yeah, it's just stuff like that. Um, and they're, of course, playing um, the Capitals today. Um, so, yeah, down in the recap, you know, or the preview, it obviously details last year's playoffs. Um, and it does say through the 2019-2020 regular season, uh, was cut short. The two teams completed their four-game series against each other. The Caps finished with a 2-1-1 edge after winning the last two games of the season slate in the first two weeks of January. I do remember that. Since 1997, Carolina is 16-10-1 against Washington in exhibition games. Um, but that is it for the preview, guys. Um, I don't want to keep you any longer than I have to because I know you are looking forward to part three of the crossover with John. Um, so now it's time for that. Enjoy. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey there, Kaniacs and uh, Blue Shirts fans. I am Jared Ellis of the new Kaniac Chronicle. And I am joined by John, the host of the Locked On Rangers podcast for a special playoff series of crossover. How you doing, John? Oh, I'm great, man. Looking forward to some playoff hockey. It's been great talking some hockey with you, uh, you know, over these last couple episodes. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, um, where were we when we left off? Um, 
Now, while um, I totally have a brain fart. Um, what <laughs> no, was, well, we were well, we were talking before about before we get into this. Yeah. Uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we were just talking about you know the Canes' recent run through the playoffs and you know beating the Capitals in uh, in seven games in overtime and uh, you know actually if I could tell a story real quick too, it, it's kind of similar to to what you went through. Go for game it. seven. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, this is five years ago. It doesn't feel that long ago, but the Rangers were playing the Capitals second round of the playoffs. It's just kind of an annual tradition. The Rangers and Capitals just have to meet in the playoffs every year, or at least back then, that's what it felt like. And, um, you know, so they're down three games to one mm-hmm. in the series. They win game five in overtime after tying it really late. They win game six and then game seven goes into overtime. And, uh, you know, I'm watching, she's my wife now. She's my girlfriend at the time, but we're watching this game together. And, uh, you know, the Rangers win a face off. I believe it was McDonough shoots from the blue line, saved by Holpe, and then step on his right there, and he just buries the rebound. And, man, like, it hit me right away. Like, I knew what had happened, and I just went nuts, you know, cheering for that. So, uh, hope. I mean, one of us is probably going to get a moment like this in this next round. The other one probably won't be too happy, though. Yeah. Drinking in happiness. The other one will be drinking in sorrow. <laughs> it's pretty much how it's going to go. Um, Amen. Yeah, and frankly, speaking of drinking, um, as far as locked on hurricanes go, hell of a segue, by the way. Um, yeah, but we do have big announcements coming for this particular show. Um, Walker and I will be hosting another on Hurricanes Live at our favorite bar, Well Traveled Beer, in downtown Goldsboro, North Carolina. This will be um, on August twentieth. So at the end of August, obviously, um, live episode will be starting at 6.30 p.m. Um, There'll be contests. There'll be giveaways. There'll be a donation for COVID-19 relief at the door. Um, There'll obviously be watch parties for whatever games have to be showing then, you know, after um, the recording. But the big thing about this is anyone that listens to the show, knows that we love Queen. This will be a special live episode. It will be Locked On Shania. We'll be doing Shania Twain theme stuff. It will be called Locked On Shania. We'll be having a listening party with her music. It's going to be fun. If you are in the area to come out to that, um, make sure you come out to that. We would absolutely love to have you. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. I mean, I, I think Kane's and wear a mask. Yeah, I think I think Kane's fans got to take you up on that, man. That that sounds like a, a lot of fun. Um, yeah, yeah, I know we're having fun with that. We're gonna have fun with this one. Um, yeah, lean sure. into the memes that we've unintentionally developed on the show. Just about any time, you know, we go up to the little iPad and, you know, put Shania Twain, you know, in the queue on Spotify. Everyone, you know, comes on. Everyone's like, hell yeah, fucking Shania. <laughs> everyone yeah. Just, uh, just one that everyone can enjoy. Yeah. Um, what to ask you a little bit, too, about, um, you know, obviously all these teams have been practicing. They've been scrimmaging each other. Is there any, you know, big takeaway that you have from these Kings practices? Is there any player that you've heard about is standing out a little bit, anybody that could be a little bit of a dark horse in this series uh, against the Rangers, maybe somebody that, you know, Ranger fans aren't all that familiar with. 
Um, one thing I do remember, um, obviously, you know, your big names, you know, are big names, you know, they're doing good as they would be expected to. I remember seeing this one thing a couple of days ago um, coming out of the uh, post-Zoom press conference. Um, uh, Morgan Geeky, uh, he was the guy that called, gotten called up right before the start um, where he was playing absolutely hot. You know, he's actually statistically the uh, NHL's all-time leader in points per game. So suck on that, Wayne Gretzky. Uh, Morgan Geeky is the GOAT on paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Clearly he's better than Wayne Gretzky. He's going to – because he was – yeah, I know. <laughs> um. Really good hockey. Um, he had just gotten called up from the AHL um, right before the pause. Him to be playing really good. Um, come um, uh, qualifying around start time, and I could see um, potentially um, from New Jersey. I can see him playing good. He's uh, finally able to start practicing again. I think he could be a bit of a dark horse because he hasn't played with the Canes yet because um, he's been injured. He, It is a name you guys are very familiar with um, in Brady Shea. Yeah. Um, I think he will be a very big factor in that series because I know the Canes have been relying on him heavily. Um, as far as preparation goes for this series, um, as far as like, hey, you know, you know, just kind of helping them figure out, you know, what do we need to be doing here? Because um, they obviously, you know, know what they know, you know, with film and all that. But he literally just came from that organization. Yeah. So they have been and they're going to follow his lead with them. That's something that Mark Nook said on an uh, interview that he did with our color commentator, uh, Trip Tracy, on his podcast. He said that they're following uh, Brady's lead um, when it comes to this because he's got a chip on his shoulder heading into this series and he wants to win. Um, yeah. So I think um, he's a real, not necessarily a dark horse, but he's one probably going to have to look out for. Yeah, for sure. And it's interesting, you know, looking back on that trade now, because I mean, I guess at the time Hamilton would have been injured. Uh, I don't know if Pesci was injured at the time of, of the Brady Shea trade, but I mean, now that it, yeah, okay, he was. So, I mean, it looks like they're going to be without Pesci with Hamilton, maybe a little bit more up in the air, but I mean, how much bigger does that trade look now? You know, given the fact that, you know, like you said, two out of your three best defensemen are injured and now you got Brady Shea in there to kind of pick up the slack a little bit. I think regardless, it was a good trade yeah. um, because Brady Shea's just a really, really good defenseman. Um, there's not much to say about it. Um, you know, you pick a, pick up a guy of his caliber. Um, he's he's good at hockey. I mean, that's kind of shitty way to word it, but um, <laughs> yeah. he's a really good player with um, guys being out that's going to come to the forefront even more. Um, he, out of all the guys who picked up on the trade deadline between him, Vincent Trocek that we got from the Panthers and Votnin, you know, who's obviously injured that we got from the Devils. He's the first one to score um, or uh, tally a point. And he played the best out of all him and Trocek um, that we got. And yet he's 
really, really good. He played good for us in those few games. I know there are some Canes fans that are talking shit. I'm like, dude, they got playing fucking seven games with the pause or whatever. And in those seven games, he played good. And he's got, ah, how many years was it? I think like four or five years left on his contract to stay. And he's going to play really good. Yeah. And from, you know, everything that I've seen, you know, with him, you know, encountering with fans, you know, a little bit of interaction. I had one. He's a great guy, too. Um, yeah, he was very that, well liked in the locker room. Always yeah. goes. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it always goes a long way. Um with your personality because you can be the greatest player you know, and you know, you're an asshole. No one's going to want to play with you. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like, you know, you're dating someone. They have the best looks, but they got a crappy personality. Yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I think Brady Shea, he's going to be a big factor in this series. Yeah. Um, going forward. Um, now, what about Trocheck? Because I know he obviously came over from the Panthers, right? Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, right. I, I know he's a player. You know, has a good all-around game, and it always seems like the Rangers have you know some interest in him. Every every month, it seems like there's a rumor popping up that maybe the Rangers are interested in making some kind of deal with the Panthers for Trocheck. I think Shea for Trocheck. I don't know how much steam it ever got, but I think it was at least floated as a, as a possibility before the Rangers ultimately dealt Shane to the Canes. But I'm just curious, you know, how, how has Trocek kind of fit in with you guys? Uh, what, have, what have you seen from him? Um, well, you know, it took him a little bit to score. Man, he scored, I believe, game on that uh, win streak we were talking about uh, before the pause. Um, so as far as fitting in, you know, he seems to like, fitting well in the locker room obviously not in the locker room we literally don't know because we're not there um but he seems to be doing fine i think what he needs is just a little bit more time you know playing second line guy for us probably second line center um behind you know the sat line of sveshikov aho teravine you know being the first i think trochek is going to be that second line guy he's once he really gets his rhythm uh, here in Raleigh, he's going to be really good for us because he's a extremely high quality player, just like Brady Sherry. Yeah, excuse gotcha. me. And I feel he just needs to get his feet under him a little bit more. Um, and once he does that, he'll be good to go. Gotcha. Because he's another one of those guys. He's got a f- several years left on his contract. Yeah, you yeah, know, I think it's uh, he's got another four years after this one. So you guys will have him for, or well, Brady Shea has four years after after this year. So you guys will have him for a while. Mm-hmm. They um, got about right about the same time. Yeah, yeah. Um, now something I was looking up, you know, you're looking where do these teams stack up in the league, and you know, power play unit, penalty kill unit. Uh, something that didn't really surprise me about the Hurricanes, but maybe just something that I wasn't really aware of. Uh, they had the second best penalty kill in the league this year. Um, at least in terms of percentage, I believe right around the 88% thing. I think, I mean, do you think that could be a big matchup? Special teams are always big, but, you know, the Rangers, obviously a dangerous team on the power play, but the Canes pretty good at killing off, you know, the man advantage. So, I mean, big matchup there for you. I mean, to me, I think that could be huge. Oh, absolutely. I think it would be huge Um, because, like you said, the Rangers are really good on the power play, whereas the Hurricanes are really uh, good on the penalty kill. 
Um, and they have been all year. Every game I've went to when they've been on the power play, they've been absolutely fantastic. Um, or penalty kill, I should say. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, but I think that's really going to be really big going into this because it's been talked about to death at this point. But the Rangers did have the Hurricanes number during the regular. So just going into it, I think that's going to be a big point of contention. I think that's going to be something the Rangers and Hurricanes have both prepped for a lot um, because the Rangers obviously know Hurricanes are really good on the penalty kill. Um, Hurricanes know Rangers are really good on the power play. So yeah. I think that will be good, especially because the Hurricanes power play at times have been, has been a little iffy. Um, so that have to step up. Yeah, um, sure. Should you know the should every anything falter, you know, go down a man or whatever, um, that penalty kill is really going to have to step up because of how good y'all's power play is. Yeah, I'm with you there. And um, do we dare uh, make predictions here for this series? Are you ready to do this? Do you have uh, any any kind of prediction you want to toss out as far as who wins, how many games, all that good stuff? <laughs> Who starts in net? I whatever, already whatever you today. want to throw out there. Um, I did it with uh, Sarah on the national show. Um, yeah. You guys haven't Should be up by um, the time this is up. Um, but I made my prediction there. I had Hurricanes in five. I'm going to go Rangers in five. Yeah. This goes go ahead, though, yeah. But I think it it'll be hurricanes. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go um, Rangers. Just kind of relying on depth on hurricanes such. Yeah, but so we we agree. You know, it's going the distance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just think these teams are too evenly matched, and you know, we can talk about how the Rangers went four zero against the Canes mm-hmm. in the regular season, and you know that is true, but. There's a little bit more urgency in the playoffs, and I just think they're they're too evenly okay. matched. I don't I don't see this being a sweep or anything like that. You know what I mean? You there? I can't really hear you. Definitely, I'm gonna be a sweep. It's going the distance. Um, that's for sure. Yeah. Hurricanes, frankly, their depth. I think what will uh, carry the Hurricanes. Um, is their depth um they have such a deep roster on um, all sides um forward deep everywhere with talent i think that'll be what carries them because if one guy goes down all right you got a guy that can carry the load he's not a scrub and he can go in there and he can play david what carries the hurricanes um, but yeah as well um they're getting really hot. Hopefully, well, in our case, hopefully that momentum doesn't carry over. Um, but if that momentum carries over, the Rangers could be a very good team or a very dangerous. Team. Yeah, um, and you know, one other stat I just wanted to throw out here before we, you know, can call it a day here. Um, so I don't know if you're aware of this, but you know, I mean, we talk about you know Rangers went four zero. The Canes outshot the Rangers by just a ridiculous margin the first three times that they met this season. Um, and I got them all written down here. So the first game was on November 7th. The Canes outshot the Rangers 47 to 19. The Rangers won four to two. And the second game was November 27th. The Canes outshoot the Rangers 43 to 25. Rangers win three to two. 
Third game was December 27th. Canes outshoot the Rangers 42 to 24. The Rangers won five to three. And then the fourth game on February 21. Uh, this is the one that the Rangers actually won. They outshot them 36 to 29. But um, yeah, I'd be lying if I said that doesn't make me nervous because at a certain point, I mean, you know, the puck's going to go in the net if you just keep putting the, 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 the puck on the net that many times in one game. Yeah, because Hurricanes, they definitely are a team that takes a lot of shots, which is obviously good. You know, you shoot the puck however many times, you're going to make it. Um, but one thing Walker and I had talked about in the past, especially when they were in their slump kind of in the middle of the season, you also need to be taking quality shots. Don't take shots just to take shots. Yeah. Make sure you're taking good shots where you could potentially make a goal. Um, and one thing uh, Jordan Martin talked about in his interview with Trip Tracy is in most of those games, Hurricanes very well could have won those games. They were in it. Um, so it, it could have been a completely different story um, heading into this series. So it's not like the Rangers uh, – completely blew out the hurricanes in all four games. Uh they're close competitive games every single time. Well uh except for I believe that last one. That one was yeah. a little bit yeah. Um but I think as long as the hurricanes are taking quality shots, you know, it's one thing out shooting a team. But if you're out shooting them and not taking good shots, then are you are you really doing anything there? Um make sure you're taking quality shots. Um, yeah, as well. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah, and uh, one other thing I wanted to get your take on here, and I, I figured we kind of went this, but you know, the NHL has promised you know a kind of a unique presentation for these Stanley Cup playoff games because obviously the arenas are empty, so the possibilities are kind of endless as far as you know camera angles and things like that. And uh, you know, they're looking to use some new technology. Um, and one of the things, if, if you watch these MLB games and the season's just underway, uh, a lot of the 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 stadiums are pumping in some cr- fake crowd noise they've got you know some of them even have cardboard cutouts of fans i mean are you a fan of that for baseball would you like to see that for hockey just just kind of give me a, a feel for that if you can i talked about this with sarah earlier today i don't remember if it's going to be on the national show or her king show um but, but um like the set that they have, I don't know if you saw the concept for it. it looks very, very like WWE, AEW type thing. Cool, but one thing I wish they do about um, having the lounges for the players and lounges for the coaches, you know, to watch the game. I do that. Just like put them out in the stands. Don't pump in with you know, their respective teammates. Um, but have the players in the stands. I think that'd be cool. Kind of, again, yeah. take a note out of WWE's, AEW's books there, of, you know, having the guys that aren't doing anything, put them in the stands. You know, have some artificial noise. I think that could be, um, from a marketing standpoint, I think that could be a great way to make content um, as far as like player interviews or whatever. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, we're literally talking about the herd. Um, Dougie Hampton, Warren Fogel, Andre Svenchkov, they all hang out. How funny would it be to see all those guys in the stand eating nacho? You know, it's great <laughs> content there. Um, yeah. You know, just 
you're trying to do as much as you can to bring people in right now. Why not do something fun? That's something the NHL struggles with is being fun. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they should do there. No, I'm so with I'm you. I'm mean, not a fan of the, the – put the players in the seats. They're already there. They're not doing anything. Put them there. Yeah. Have some yeah, fun even, with it. Even like the, the healthy anyway. scratches, you know, have them in the stands and, you know, they can make noise and whatever whatever they want to do. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm with you. I mean, this is the time. Guys that you know, aren't we, doing anything. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, I'm with you. I, I think this is a time for the NHL to, you know, get a little bit weird with it, be experimental, have some fun with it, give us some different uh, camera angles, uh, mic up the players, uh, put a camera on the referee's helmet. I mean, do something. Do something a little bit different. Do something that if somebody who's never really watched hockey tuned into this, they'd want to stick around. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I got really weirded out by the sleigh ball and the beer. Um, it's not kink shaming, but it's definitely a furry's uh, wet dream. It's definitely it's a <laughs> box lady thing. Uh, I'll send you a picture of it later. I'll message yeah. you, but it's definitely. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a great way to just bring in fans. Like, just have fun with it. This is weird. You know, just don't be the lame. Come on. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, just seriously. Like, NHL, they have that history of just being lame, not having fun. Yeah. So, I think this could be a way to just, they want to be relevant. I mean, they further fucking, what was it, Wednesday night games or whatever. They picked a punk man whose heyday was, you know, 20 years, oh, not 20 years ago. I mean, American Idiot was 2004, but I mean, they got Green Day to do their fucking theme song or whatever when yeah. their peak was 2004 with American Idiot. I mean, <laughs> yeah, before at the time it was 2018. Come on, give it, yeah, fun. no, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, man. Well, I mean, I think we can wrap up here, but this has been a lot of fun. I can't really say good luck. To, I guess good luck in the exhibition game, but beyond that, uh. Yeah, no, it's go time, man. Rangers Canes, you ready for it? Oh, absolutely. I'm ready for it. I can't wait for it. Uh, I got my, my uh, Hurricanes, or some of my Hurricanes face masks uh, that I ordered um, to wear to work and, you know, out in public. You know, those came in the other day. Um, those are currently drying right now. I washed them, um, you know, to make sure they're you and shit. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, couple more coming in you know fan site or whatever um those are coming in should be here in a couple more days um so i'm ready to go uh, i got my jerseys my hats all that stuff i'm ready sounds good man so uh yeah we'll all look forward to uh the stanley cup playoffs beginning and uh rangers fans canes fans uh thanks for tuning in as always and uh we'll see you guys for the playoffs All right, that was awesome, man. Very cool. Absolutely. We'll see you there. Go Canes. Yeah, man. Yeah, I I think we got enough for uh for three episodes there, right? Uh, yeah, I'll send you a picture just like here in a second. Yeah, let me it's see it, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of obscure beer, so yeah, let me oh, let me see yeah, that. We should Twitter. have enough. Um, <laughs> pull it up. Yeah. Um, yeah, we should have plenty. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll let you get oh, going. Funny. What's up? Oh, yeah, that's funny.
Yeah. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, uh, I'll let you get going, but if you guys want to do like a, a post game show, one of these games or whatever, you know, a preview show, you know, it, oh, wow, uh, it's, like, <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, absolutely. This, this is always a good time. Um, yeah. It starts going. All right. All right, bro. I'll talk. What do you think yeah. of it? No, it's, it's freaking great, man. I got to, I got to, what's it called? What's the one behind it? It is called. Um, oh, that was another one I was drinking earlier. That was the Metallica beer, Enter Night. Um, oh, okay. But this one is called uh, Triple Vis- Vixen. With, um, it's by Bombshell Beer Company. It's there you tangerine go. and grapefruit. Ten percent. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that'll get that'll that'll do the job right there. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I had fun, man. Uh, yeah, I'm ready dude, to do another awesome. crossover whenever you are. All right, cool, man. We'll we'll be in touch, and uh, yeah. Hey there, guys. I really hope you enjoyed that part three of the Rona Around crossover with John from Locked On New York Rangers. I had a hell of a lot of fun making it. Um, I look forward to doing another crossover with him soon. As far as tomorrow's episode, we will have a recap of today's exhibition game against the Capitals, as well as possibly some injury updates. Um, and whatever other news may be coming out of Toronto. Um, And with that, I will talk to you guys tomorrow.